no bucks given. Let me give you guys a quick rundown of the weekly schedule because it changes all the time because I am not a good person at planning or uh, functioning in general. Cute tidbit for my parents if they're listening. Um, if you're tuning in on a Monday, you're looking for basketball analysis and insight from people that actually work in the field. I'll typically have journalists slash blog boys. I qualify for the secondary of that for sure. Other podcasters and anyone else in the field that actually knows what they're fucking talking about. If you're tuning in on Fridays, you know that usually it's a casuals episode where I bring a couple buddies on who know about 2K or anything else like that. But we're going to start switching that up, I think. And I'm just going to bring anybody that I enjoy having a conversation with, which is like 12 people. So we'll run out of guests really quickly. But we'll bring them on. We'll talk about like one to two basketball topics just for, for people that actually want to tune into both episodes a week. We'll check out. But beyond that, we're going to shoot the shit. We were talking about um, carcasses being used for drug trafficking like five minutes ago. So maybe that'll pop up again if you guys are wondering. I'm going to intro my guests in this hot second, but just so you guys are listening, and we're going to talk about Draymond Green talking about the WNBA and possibly more than likely Paul Pierce with an awesome weekend. Awesome being what every 16-year-old on NBA Twitter is saying. So if you want to check out that stuff because you want to watch basketball stuff, zoom like 15 to 20 ahead. I'm going to tell a story before we get started. Then we got the mental health check, which is, you know, my favorite part of the thing. But if not, just tune in. Uh, I'm on like my fourth uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, which is neither a good nor bad thing to say. I think in general, it's a net neutral on society. My guests here today are uh, Lauren Redacted and Anne Redacted, a couple of anonymous guests tonight. They're trying not to laugh while I do this intro, not knowing that them laughing would boost my ego so much during this intro. But that's okay. We'll just we'll just you know make the audience think you guys are kind of laughing. Lauren, how are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing all right. I just wanted to you know give you your shine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's you know, posting your podcast isn't a non-narcissistic thing to do, so I appreciate that yeah, a lot. Um, and how are you, ma'am? I'm doing great. That's great. That's great. And that's all the intro you guys fucking need for the guests. I mean, if you know who they are, you know who they are, and if you don't. Then pay attention or don't, honestly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Huh? Agree. Yeah, 100%. So why don't we dive in right away with a little bit of basketball talk, mm-hmm. just so we can get people a little bit spiced up. Should we do Paul Pierce? Should we, <laughs> Should we Paul Pierce? Yeah, I'm cool with it. Not proud, ahead. but I'm cool with it. Do you guys want me to intro the situation and let you guys talk your opinions on it? Sure. Yeah, that's So we talked a little bit about this on Monday's episode with Josh Lozano. Check it out if you want to. It's decent. I kind of biffed the intro and conclusion, and that's why I'm starting to script these, and that's why it's moderately decent this time. Paul Pierce had a weekend on Instagram Live where he had a party, I believe it was after his son's eighth birthday party, that he um, the kid went to bed and he had his own little party um, filled with strippers. And his Instagram live never reached more than 300 people. Not 1,000 or anything. 300 fucking people. And someone leaked it to Twitter. <laughs> and Twitter was all over that shit because... We're all sad as hell. We need something to latch on to over the weekend. Facts. You can see a lot in this video. 
um, you know, a lot of stuff that's free elsewhere on the internet, but you can see Paul Pierce in it too this time. So I guess that's a, a bonus. We're going to talk about his look during the videos. Uh, but before I gauge both of you on this, I'm, uh, I know you've seen the video. Anne, have you seen the video? I actually have not Why don't seen you pull it. it up while I'm talking and give her a hot second? Yeah, if we're going to be talking it's about incredible. the look, right. I need to know. It's so yeah. serious. I need to know. So while they're doing that, I'll explain kind of the fallout. After it went viral on Twitter, Paul Pierce got canned at ESPN, where he was rumored to be making a million dollars annually to be a broadcaster. And I have a lot of opinions on why he may or may not have wanted to get out of that contract regardless. But that's basically what's been going on. And uh, some people are saying that he doesn't deserve to get fired. We're going to dive all of that into a and, second. I mean, something that I'll probably talk, isn't it true that Disney owns ESPN? Oh, 100%. Yes. So that's a huge other yeah. factor in this whole story, I Disney think. Disney has always been PG forever, right, Which guys? lots... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not really. They like to claim. Yeah, let's yeah. dive into the atrocities, baby. Let's let's cancel it. It's the casual stuff, so we can talk about anything. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just stalling so Lauren can find this video. I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> give him three seconds. And Lauren, while she's watching, give us your opinion on the video. What did you notice? What did you like? What did you dislike? All right. Well, I think we've all come into agreement that Paul Pierce needs to sit down and enjoy our mental health check as well. Um, those eyes told no lies, mm -hmm. as they say. Um, there was definitely no soul, uh, just black. So, yeah, definitely I'm thinking about him in his mental state right now. Yeah. Uh, can't underestimate it. Are you talking about his vest that he's wearing? I'm talking about his eyes. We're talking about his okay. eyes. Those motherfuckers are... I was like, dead. his look. I think about his clothes. Like the no, literally him I looking know, at you Yeah, we camera. were talking about the eyes before. Nothing, nothing in that video excites me for no. a second. Because he's not excited for even a half second. Right. No, he... <laughs> I don't think he's not, conscious He doesn't the whole even look time. like he's enjoying his time. It, it's a it's a sad scene for Paul Pierce. But um, it, it I mean those eyes did also almost say, <laughs> "I want to get fired from I'm done ESPN's with this. Disney like, <laughs> contract." Um, and if he was trying to get out of his contract, he probably spent, let's be honest, five hundred dollars on that evening. Absolutely. If we're looking at the uh, the quality <laughs> um, of the festivities. It's an, it's an eight-year-old's eight birthday party. You can't expect too much. <laughs> and there was, like, no one there either. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was, was not, like, a huge planned out thing. It seemed like it was pretty spontaneous. Right. And also, like, trying to get fired from a quote-unquote PG company by doing something that's not PG, what a wholesome thing to do you know right. you, like that was the one thing that your place like that you thought right. this you, is how i should do it when right. that could be you didn't like whip your dick out on zoom you know you didn't do anything that like really tarnished your reputation you just invited seven strippers i was gonna put some adjectives in there <laughs> yeah, there's not nothing to. yeah i decided not to strippers that you barely interacted with just filmed for a hot second and then you, and you got out of your contract. That's not half bad. I don't think it's not half bad for you. I mean, it's definitely was an easy way. Yeah. Easy way out for sure. And what you guys Instead of know, just 
leaving i mean i guess if he's signed into that contract trying to like right. yeah force, that's force, a, force it I out like, it, i don't think he could have dipped out disney has a fun I'm sure their their logistics are incredible, you know, yeah, just incredible. Uh, well, you guys wouldn't know, and I don't mean that in any condescending way whatsoever, just a little bit. Um, Absolutely. The show that Paul Pierce was on, not even a little bit, right? Not even a little bit, I, right. Um, basically, all they did was set up ways for Paul Pierce to get dunked on, like, figuratively, so they could go <laughs> viral on Twitter. So one time it was, they asked him, um, who had a better career, him or Dwayne Wade? And the answer is quite obviously Dwayne Wade, whether it's the championships <laughs> or the overall numbers, right? But you ask the man on live TV, what else is he going to say besides Paul Pierce, right? Right. right. And on cue, because they know he's going to say yes, and they're only looking to humiliate him, the guy, I think it was Jalen Rose, who works right next to him, just started comparing their career stats because they had it set up. And it's wow. not even fucking close. Yeah. Oh my God. Like it's really rubbing it in his face. Right. Like I would do that got... job for a million dollars a year for three years max. Okay. Absolutely. After that, I, I can't do it anymore. I can't be the butt of the fucking joke, you know? And he doesn't even need the million dollars. Yeah. He got the fuck out of it, you know? But he said that he didn't need this million dollars just being on plain old ESPN. And he still couldn't do that right, apparently. That's true. That's <laughs> true. And and I'm not saying that he is uh, a, a, this was a master stroke by Paul. <laughs> <fucking> okay. <laughs> he got what he needed to do, but he didn't use a scalp. Okay. Absolutely. He definitely made the headlines, at least. Yeah. But enough where he can, like, handle the putback right. from it. So he can, like, get right. out of the contract, but not be like, wow, you're careers ruined he didn't well a whatever a career. The strippers you know he didn't assault any of them hey he we'll see to them over from what we know from what we know publicly of course we got a couple months to figure not that we're advocates for paul pierce who i guess i'll just slip in that he got stabbed once nine times yep whatever um big shouts to paul uh <laughs> hope hope you're better and what, yeah maybe yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst he's just more than recovered from that thing, yeah. you know you guys got anything else on paul before we move on no i think i'm good you good yeah Any i mean it just run? really sealed the deal especially disney owning espn yeah. like he yeah. knew that that was like yeah. doing that you're he knew out. what contract you're you were signing crazy how um the bubble was hosted in disney world right wasn't that a crazy clinky ding absolutely yeah um let's fucking move on we're not uncovering anything. yeah that's a whole <laughs> other theory we're gonna move on to the mental health check i do it every episode even when it's just me because i check in with myself you know i like to joke that i can't afford therapy but the truth is i don't want to go on walking page so yep. I'm here with you guys. <laughs> so we're these hired therapists yeah. that told us to come. Yeah, I know you guys for your <laughs> formidable mental done. strength. You know, you guys are doing incredible. Yeah. You guys give me that vibe, right? <laughs> What's mental health? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I would say, you know, if we're being truthful, it's moderately helpful for you to be mentally stable <laughs> in uh, general. Yeah. But I, in the world we live in today, I feel like it's kind of hard to achieve that. Yeah, sure fine <laughs> <laughs> i asked you guys at the beginning of the podcast how you were doing 
because that's the bullshit things that you have to do as a host yep, is yep. ask people, you know, small. Well, <laughs> when we haven't talk. seen each other in a while too. Right, we actually Oh, how you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we touched on this lightly before the podcast started, but now that I'm three and a quarter black cherry Mike's Hard Lemonades, shout out to the sponsor for this episode, by the way, Mike's Hard. Ooh. <laughs> um, that's all I have. There's no other rhetoric for that. Um, lost it entirely yeah i'm gonna ask you guys <laughs> yeah how you're actually doing and you can get into specifics if you want you know or not if you don't i just want to know baseline how you're doing because everyone that i know personally is struggling and that includes this guy right here i'm putting myself <laughs> on this uh, I'm, I'm doing bad i'm doing all right um so let's start with Anne. okay specifics not specifics how are you doing actually Ooh actually um i mean ups and downs right um it's been a very my life has been very crazy and lots of not great things have happened in the past two months of my life so let alone the whole year yes right on top of the end of this hellhole of a year that we have had. We're in the middle of this palm um, olive right now. It's really great. <laughs> Speaking of palm olive, isn't that what we used today for oh, yeah. recipe? Our <laughs> nice pasta. Yeah, check out agus.foods Instagram. Oh, slip it in there. To check out the Alfredo, uh, the chicken Alfredo that we made earlier today. Mm. A little bit of a, a pre podcast carb crunch, you know, it's pretty sick. It was delicious. It was delicious. So yeah. And that's Lauren's recipe. Check it out on laurenredacted.com. It, it, <laughs> Pretty easy to find. Yeah. And yeah. actually type in redacted for that. Right. Of course. And uh, it's not the parentheses, but the dudes that got the little boxes. Yeah. The brackets. The brackets. Yes, it's exclusive. Exactly. It's actually a very well known term that I just completely blanked on. Brackets. <laughs> yes. Brackets is where redacted in all caps is surrounded. Wait, the squiggly ones or the box ones? The box ones. Yeah. Yeah. Squiggly squiggly that's ampersand. defines. I like ampersands. That's what an ampersand is. The squiggly one. Well, no. Yeah. What do you mean? The name of the squiggly bracket? That's called an ampersand. No, an ampersand is the and sign. Oh, sh- yeah, wait. <laughs> and no, I look dumb. What is the thing? And you should know this. I Your name is that. in it. Your ampersand. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's adult. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I should know this. I took computer science. Yeah, dude. Live Google. Somebody put a live Google up. Look up the squiggly bracket. Unfortunately, we 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 have all graduated from college. (laughs) Yeah, quote unquote. Um, And I educate other people, so. Oh, uh, peek into Anne's personal name of yeah, a rare. Uh, how exciting! How exciting! You guys, are, you guys are in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's gonna Can't take way longer than me for that Paul Pierce video. <laughs> you watch. Filling the dead air with me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is just the perfect. I'm fighting there, this. You know? She's got it. She's okay. Here. That's false. That is false. They said All right, it's she's just arguing with herself at this point. That's that is not the name. Whoa, that's that ugly. Not the name listening. Of it. Curly brackets is absolutely not. Not. It. I, I don't know what someone the name typed is for that sure, into Wikipedia. No, it's not. That. Okay. <laughs> yes. 
Well, they literally it. say curly brackets. I know that's false. Okay. I we'll can't. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Make me mad. We'll figure it out. Anyways, before we got an argument <laughs> about grammatical tools, is I guess how you would describe those things, right? That's how our Friday nights go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just playing My mad brain. libs and getting fucked up. Our brain, up you know, scrambling can't jump, you know, has to jump from one conversation <laughs> to the other. You were talking about your mental health. Yes. This is a very great glimpse into um <laughs> me and my mental health and my being yes yes is it's all scrambled scrambled together but in a beautiful plate of eggs yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and you know just you guys the connection it, it's female um so yeah it's been a crazy two months um so yeah. ups and downs like different just like a lot of relationship with like families and yeah death and yes yeah, so it's, it's um it's always you know it, it sucks to go through that stuff regularly you know mm-hmm. but when you're in the middle of a ponderosa it, it really just <laughs> exceeds all of that yes you know but we're glad that you're here yes in somewhat high spirits yes you know made it. gotta self-reflect yes, i'm doing yoga again Ooh. Like I'm Ooh. getting all into it. So working, <laughs> working on like being my best self. Ooh, ooh, a little bit of self-care drop there, guys. Don't forget to self-care. You have to. You can't survive without it. Well, thank you for sharing that because I know it's, it's very difficult. Yes, you got to get on. You got to do so stuff. So when there's a mic that's on in the middle of the room, you have to just dive on it. <laughs> so I'm going to have to ask you to dive on it next one. Whew. And I know there's a lot to unpack. All right. Yeah. We're back from a from a two weeks in Cancun. This ain't a weekend in Nashville. Okay. Absolutely. You gotta unpack a lot of this back. Say whatever Man. you want to. And don't say what you want to. You all right, all right. Well, let's hear. Like, like Anne said, you know, she's trying to be the best she can be. You know, I'm okay with being the okayest I can be. Yeah, yeah. As long as I don't have a shitty day, I'm all right with it. Neutral but I, days are good days. Absolutely. I feel like at this point, <laughs> I'm so numb to days anyways that every day that goes by and I end up back in bed, I'm like, all right, I made it. A little giggle. Another, another before, one. <laughs> that little giggle you had before you started the statement, there was so much pain in that giggle. <laughs> I, I felt it. I oh felt my God. It. But yeah, I mean, I just find it a shock that we've all made it this far. Graduating the, from college, the year of the pandemic yeah. oh my God, and yeah. starting our first real Career world. Job. <laughs> yeah, our real world. <laughs> is now pandemic yeah dealing with a pan dresser man it's really difficult um there's no precedent for it either because it's not like we're in this apocalyptic right uh uh illness world wherein go to fucking work and do your homework but also half a million americans have died just push that under the rug yeah just sweep it and deal with all the other changes that's been happening in society too and like how just day to day goes as well on top of the mental health like that's just toss some post-grad depression there's a recipe for you yeah post-grad is real (laughs) acute personal issue or two that really gets to your insecurities that's a fun (laughs) one that's a fun one spice it up a little bit yeah yeah you know Sometimes it's depression soup, but when you have depression gumbo going, it's it's a little bit more fun. It can be a ride. It's more hearty. Yeah, it's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's, it's more hearty. Well, I want to thank you for sharing. 
Now, this sense. next segment is the most important segment of the podcast. I do it every podcast, right? right? It's called How Much Dead Air Goes Until Someone Asks Me How I'm Doing. Oh. Well, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely interested. Ooh. Is that typically, like, not, do people usually not ask? It's difficult because when you're the host of the pod, you're, like, relied on for all right i guess the prompting of everything i've had some people uh, that make it a point to ask you know or they're just raised right which we'll dive into that in a different (laughs) fucking episode but uh that will ask but typically i have to transition the next one you know especially if both of you just went like it's not like you could ask me after you go yeah because i know (laughs) you have to ask lauren and she knows that you're asking (laughs) her after me Right. And she's like, oh, my time is up. <laughs> so I figure if I acknowledge that it's not your fault while simultaneously yelling at you both for it, that we're in a pretty even spot. I agree know? with that. It's a very good, healthy way to yeah, ask for yeah. what you need. It's, really it's assertiveness. Cool. It's nice to alienate everyone in your life. It's really, really <laughs> fun to do that. <laughs> Feels nice and warm. Yeah. No, but actually, how we want to know. How are we doing? I'm doing, so I was talking to you guys earlier, and I don't mind talking about this, but you don't know that you like, you'll know that you're depressed, but you don't know you're out of a depressive episode until you're out of that depressive episode, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've been traveling lately and just going through it. I just did a week in St. Louis, which was actually a really good time. Get some barbecue? I did get some barbecue. St. Louis is a super average city. Like, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say oh right my here. God, I've been there maybe once. Yeah. Um, Going downtown, which was the weirdest experience, there was not oh, a single car. Oh, spooky. Yeah, it was pr- pretty much apocalyptic at that point. No, I, I would imagine. Yeah, it's just okay. And uh, another little, little fucking name drop, another drop to that Instagram that I referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. I posted a picture of like food that we got in St. Louis, and yeah. part of the caption was St. Louis is just okay as a city. And an Instagram account account called the city of St. Louis liked that picture. <laughs> so uh, they know it. <laughs> yeah, they respect it. Yeah, um, for real. They, they own it. You know? They do. That was pretty cool. You know, one of the highlights. Highlights, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was in St. Louis for a week and I was with people that I haven't seen since like pandemic times, summer times, you know, everything's a blur at this point. And not people that I didn't think I would like not stay in contact with after college but it was definitely a reconnecting for me with those people and that was really cool because it was like these people genuinely like me as a person yeah i can feel again (laughs) that's kind of fucked up um so that was that helped me a lot i think i got my first vax shot on monday congrats thank you uh i've been in a pretty decent mood since then just wait for the second shot. Yeah, yes. wait for that second shot to wipe my ass oh, out for a week. Woo. It'll be. No, it was only the night I got my shot. I was yeah. not feeling good. I would say maybe 24, 48 hours. Gotcha. Yeah, because gotcha. then the next day after, I wasn't like sick. So I had like, I was really hot, but I had the chills yeah. and I had a bad headache. Um, and that was the night. But then the next day, I just fell out of it. And yeah. I was just like tired because I got no sleep. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's a little bit of vax talk for you guys we're, we're staying up with the times basically npr at this point what's the what's the show my mom watches all things considered oh yeah. gold and my mom strictly listens to bangers 
kills that. I think that's enough uh, talking about me, I guess. Do you guys want to hear about my 3 a.m. trip? Yeah, absolutely. That was unexpected. So I'm going to start doing this on the casual episodes where if I have a story, I'll just fucking tell it. You know, it's a lot more fun that way. And I don't know, it's content for you guys if you want to hear it. But uh, I have a very close friend that we talked about earlier. I had to ask people on this on the show. Lives at, you know, just say her all. Social security number of. Yeah. Uh, she's a very poor planner. And I don't mean that in a, I mean, I do mean it in a negative way. It's not, <laughs> it's not a positive trait. But I don't mean it in a condescending way because I'm horrible at that shit too. Right, I mean, right. I, you guys are listening. I'm recording this on my dad's laptop that he dropped off of my apartment <laughs> for me because I left my laptop in. And now we're going back to the beginning of the story. It's really like Christopher Nolan film you know, storytelling where I start at the beginning, go to the end for a hot second, and then I go back to the beginning. Just, so we're back to the beginning, yep, right? Yep. So we were yesterday talking, and her being a bad planner, she's leaving the country on the 16th, which is next week. You wow. Know? And She's going on a trip. Um, can you specify for where? For work, for fun, for... Let's say for work. All right. Um, leaving the country. And uh, people that she's going with were like, you need to get your passport. Because you can't leave, leave the goddamn country. Right, right. Which it is a bit of a goddamn country lately. Mm-hmm. Without the passport. All um, things considered. All things considered. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts it off because classic, you know, we've yeah. been there. So they leave next week and she needs a passport now. Right. So, and she can't find her current one, whether it, even if it were in Exists. her possession, she doesn't yeah. know where it is. So what she needs to do is get an appointment to drive to Minnesota. So she needs to get an appointment oh at the federal building to because they can they can do a 24-hour turnaround on passports if you have an appointment with them. It's like $200. Oh it's expensive, you know. And, and it's in Minnesota. The locations she's looking at are Chicago, Detroit, and Minnesota. And she's one more hand, we go to we go to a bar redacted. <laughs> it's garbage anyways <laughs> go to McGinn's guys <laughs> go to McGinn's it's, it's pretty good and the entire time like she's maintaining a conversation because she's, she's unhinged I'm, I'm an unhinged person she's not she's just refreshing the page because there's no appointments you have to do appointment because of COVID yep so there's no appointments for the next until the 24th which is past they get back right for Minnesota or Chicago any of them oh my god Chicago Detroit Minnesota. Oh my gosh. And the phone number is all the same and it goes to their Washington um, office. And they have to phone you out? No, no, not even. <laughs> oh oh my, my god. god. It's worse. She calls the Washington one and it was like, could you redirect me to like the Minnesota one or one of those so I could see like what it was We don't have the number for those locations. What do you mean you don't they have, don't have the number. number? Like they don't have the number. I don't even know how to process that one. That's an all-time time waster. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's so funny. Like, I worked as a desk receptionist for a hot second at Marquette, mm-hmm. and that's always the go-to. Like, we don't have that here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
We don't have that here. You should call the supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a name or number. Just, yeah, just like, yeah, we need the, the number to the other thing, which would just be an extension of your thing because you're all federal. Huh? No, yeah. Um, little, little Uzi Vert meme. It's only my third day out here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So ask someone else. So she either had like some intern or it's just the government being the government. But anyways, while we're talking, that she gets a 9.30 a.m. appointment today in Minneapolis. Oh my God. Was there a cancellation? Or? Right, that's what we think. Because every, every hour or so, something would pop up. I mean, it's like someone canceled or Interesting. something. That's why she was refreshing so often. Right, yeah. right. I'd be desperate like that, too. <laughs> right, exactly. And I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> and she's like, we have to leave at like 4 a.m. You want to go? And I was like, oh, absolutely. This is some sitcom shit. And I got a main character complex. <laughs> absolutely did to this adventure. Are you kidding? So what we do is last night we drive an hour to Madison. Uh, mm-hmm. and we crash there because we got some fools there that let us there just right, to make right. the, the, the morning journey a little bit less horrible, you know? Mm-hmm. Go to bed, wake up at four, and we head out to Minneapolis, like a five-hour drive. I listened to the new Rockhampton song uh, album like three times. Just certified sad boy vibes right now. You know how it goes. <laughs> And we at five in the morning, we stop at a Dunkin' and Ooh. we both get some coffee and yeah. she gets like some uh, croissant or something. Take notes. Take notes. Okay. Where or was I? What was it, what was I doing? You stopped at your Minnesota. Stopped at can I, can I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Thanks, dude. Yep. Um, I'm gonna pause for one second. So Duncan, we're doing breathing exercises. Coffee. Yeah. So we get the iced coffee, and I don't get any food. So it's five a.m. Had to breathe in there for a second that yoga so you can probably picture that coffee is destroying my fucking <laughs> it is destroying going my right through so evil so evil because i hadn't eaten anything that day and i woke up absurdly early like my head wasn't pissed off for being awake because i don't treat my mother that well so yeah he, he knows that it's uh, not the worst thing my stomach was livid he was so pissed that we were awake <laughs> um so I, and and we because poor planning, we're we're on a nonstop go because <laughs> we're gonna get there like that's a minute, yeah. <laughs> and we have to stop at a Walgreens to get a postcard. Or, oh my uh, god! Uh, uh, like a passport. That's the word. Oh, like the talking. booklet thing? No, no like that the comes picture. with the picture. She needs the passport picture. Oh, she had to give because her. She didn't her do that. Picture. Picture. Oh my god! So we stop. We get at the federal building at 9.38. Oh my so God. eight minutes after. Eight minutes after. And you know how government is. Like, they're oh, up to they, like, they, they let her in. They let her go. Wow. Yes. And to be fair, she is a small white woman. Not much of a problem in that situation. Uh, but she got it figured out. I parked at a McDonald's. Um, Only if she was just a small white man. Yeah. Yeah. Then they would have just 
gave her security and yeah. would have given her a, a job. job. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and a promotion. You need a bank loan? Huh? And a bonus. Huh? Low interest rates. <laughs> It's always anyways, here. Yeah, I, I stopped at McDonald's. She got it done, anyways. So then we just drew, drove back after, like right away, because she has to go to work. You know, she's having a great day. Wow. She went to fucking work at a wait staff. I fucking wanted to take a nap. All right, I watched Falcon the Winter Soldier. A wait staff too. There's no way. Oh yeah, and she's and, and she's like a manager and shit. I don't mean like you know to belittle her even a little bit. She she went to work when she got. Wow. There. Yeah. And that's where I left my laptop. <laughs> and that is why we're recording today's episode on my dad's laptop. This episode is sponsored by my dad. He's all right. I would say I'm a fan. So, yeah, that's just me talking about me for like five minutes. I hope you guys like it. Yeah, we love to hear it. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to do a little bit more stuff like that in the Friday episodes, try and make it more casual conversation just about wonky shit that happens in our lives because that was something shit spontaneous happens. that happened yesterday and i had a decent bit of fun yeah you know? when are you going to bed tonight what are you guys leaving because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna you know we're gonna partake in and that's all the time we have <laughs> <laughs> do you guys so was your corner thing the paul pierce or did you have something else? Yeah. Yes, yes. Let's do Draymond then, and then we'll close up with their stuff if you have something. Sure, yeah, yeah, I do. Draymond Green. <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of setup again, a little bit of context. I We have not talked about this on the pod, my pod, before, but it has been a topic of discussion because this is not the first time this year that Draymond Green has decided to do something like this. Earlier in, let's say, March, that sounds like a month, Draymond Green was tweeting about the WNBA and the wage gap between the NBA and the WNBA. And there wasn't anything too controversial or inflammatory in those tweets, but it was pretty clear that he had an opinion about the topic that he wanted heard more than he wanted the topic to be resolved. You know? Just a little bit of yeah yeah a little bit of a mansplain for sure like he saw it so easily yeah you know? it was just so, a clear-cut like, answer yeah, yeah like so no one else has thought of this clearly this is the solution and not the only one fair warning to you guys listening i have had a decent amount to drink and my co-hosts have not not had drinks <laughs> so we are going to bag on draymond for a hot second here so let me preface it with this. Number one, he's made more money than I'll probably sniff in my entire life. And <laughs> athletically, he has reached heights that I have already peaked at as a person. <laughs> no disrespect there. And beyond this thing, he seems like a decent enough dude and is a like really nice to his mom, which I like. So I'm not calling out for a bad person, but... We have done this on the on the podcast before. Last time it was Myers Leonard, the second shithead of the week for No Bucks Given Casuals episode. This week it is Draymond Green. Congratulations. Congratulations to Draymond. You did it. You fucking bastard. You really did it. You, you backpack shooting son of a gun. I love you so much. Let's talk about why. I prefaced it with the tweets, but he extended his comments after someone asked him about it in a post-game interview. Might have been practice, whatever. 
It was like a six to nine minute rant. None of it cohesive because why would it be? <laughs> in it, the highlights, and this is, this is, they're going to sound out of context, but in the context of things, he was saying things along the lines of WNBA players only complain about the wage gap. They don't do anything about it. And the first comment that he makes about that is not that they complain, is that I hear a lot of complaints. And then he went on to say that all they do is complain. And if he even had left it there, it would be something. But the reporter that responded to that initial thought, who did, who was a woman, said that they don't just complain because they have been champions of civil rights far longer in the past decade than the men's teams. And we can talk about some of their accolades if we want to. Uh, give me a second. And he just shot her down. Like, didn't take her opinion for a fucking second. Classic uh, male, well, I don't know what the- Dominance. Yeah, male dominance, male um, thought process, just thinking it's, it's smarter. And like really kind of was disrespectful to her. I didn't like that interaction at all. And that's when he doubled down and was like, no, they all, all they do is complain. So before we dive into the other stuff, WNBA has done- a number of things better than the NBA in terms of taking a stance on social issues. The two biggest, to my mind, are one, Maya Moore, who is not necessarily an extension of the entire WNBA, but did stop playing the game for a year as she was one of the brightest stars in the league to fight the case of a man that was uh, falsely incarcerated. And they got the case figured out, and then they got married after. It's a lovely story. As an organization, though, they, the Atlanta Dream, they, they just took matters in their own hands, started campaigning for the competitor of the woman who was in office, who owned the team in the Atlanta Dream, Kelly Leffler, who was just a lovely, lovely woman, would, would hate to get hit by her, um, which I'm sure <laughs> would be more likely than anything else in the interaction Owned the Atlanta Dream, big Trump lady, big uh, conservative in the sense of fantastic ideas, fantastical ideas, not even like just GOP standards, just like, you know, fuck immigrants and stuff like that. It was her, it was her MO. Classy. And obviously a team based in Atlanta, a predominantly black area in a league that is filled with predominantly black women players. And a team that is named after Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream speech obviously was not a massive fan of her being the owner. By the way, she got her position in politics because there was no competitor. She was basically grandfathered into politics, and she married a man who makes quite a bit of money. How convenient. But what did the Atlanta Dream do? They campaigned for... So bad because I forgot. I remember the bad lady's name, but not the good guy. It doesn't right, matter. Reverend Warwick, I think, was his name. Campaigned for him, and he won. And then, oh yeah, out of public, I believe that's yeah. his name. And out of like public, uh, whatever, she sold the fucking team, and they took matters in their own hands. Because Donald Sterling, if you remember, in the NBA, who was removed from the league for being a racist owner and saying things about black guys, yeah. Um, wasn't removed because the players went against him. An audio clip just leaked of him. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing a lot more. And they're doing stuff that 
like theoretically, civil rights in general would sort of usurp the wage gap. Not that it's a very not a very serious issue. Not that it overclouds women's rights in general. But in terms of the wage gap, they're doing stuff that is theoretically more important than that, and they're pushing it to the side. You know, so they're not just complaining. Right. And I've been talking for like seven minutes. So I would love <laughs> to open the floor. Like, you know, a really cool male would. <laughs> so people that actually should have an opinion about this. You guys watch the videos that I sent you. I sent them Draymond's initial uh, rant, which was like a six minute video. A response by the head of the WNBA PA, Neka Oguamake. Who responded to the comments um basically said that just put it in words better than any of us could so check out that clip if you'd like to and i sent them the clip of Shaq on nba tnt that we'll cover in a hot second either of you speak up what did you guys have a reaction from and like like generally what do you think about it because i'm sure that you had like some sort of thoughts about what this is whether you're theorizing about his thoughts Anything like that. So please, floor is, ground is, it's just carpeted, guys. It's weird. You guys, it's yours. You guys take it. Sounds good. Well, to, for starters, we all know that Draymond Green already is not the brightest of the bunch. Um, so I wouldn't say I expected a lot from him. Sure. Um, but in the same context, it's such a situation where um, it's so easy to bite your tongue on. I mean, pretty much no one speaks about it in the first place because that would gain the attention towards um, those women players. But for him to say, yes, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it in this way, in my own way. In is, my own opinion, is such, I'm a man and I understand. Yep, exactly. It, it, again, I'm just not surprised. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, I was like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And not like he would even fully understand because how much they said the average man NBA player makes $7.7 .7 million right. a year, which is a whole other conversation, which is no one should ever be making that much money. Yeah doing that or doing anything yeah you can you do not need that much yeah, money you, like, you can just yeah. we're gonna title this episode the ethics of capitalism that'll bring in the numbers baby you cannot tell me that draymond green works harder than a lot of people that are getting just regular paid jobs no, and it, even mm -hmm. including some of the WNBA players there are plenty of WNBA players who are working just as hard as draymond green right. and imagine he can't even put himself in those shoes because he receives so much money at this time. But yeah. imagine working that fucking hard Dude, and makes like 23 a year. Right. Imagine working that fucking hard and right. receiving a small portion of that while you witness other yes. people make such a yeah. drastic the, amount. The wage right. gap, and, and I don't have the numbers. This wasn't meant to be a, a study and we're not trying to solve anything in this podcast by any means. Just so mark some conversation. Yeah we don't have the stats on this but even if you wanted to make the argument of how much revenue the nba brings which in, he had as his argument right. but that was the only thing that which is dumb would. just simply because of course you know first and foremost but even if that were true the women there's they're just not getting paid a fair wage and what we would call a fair wage is livable 
And they're not able to have a livable wage because in the offseason, a vast majority of WNBA players play overseas in the offseason. They don't get a break at all because they make a smaller contract there, but they need the second job. And they're essentially putting their buyers on the line for significantly longer than the male athletes, especially at least in the NBA. Let's say that. And then the argument becomes, if they're taxing themselves, it's not even just that they don't get a break. It's just year round, year after year. There's no break in any of that. You know, this obviously is their there, career. There are spurts, sure, but there's never like a off season sit on your laurels type of thing yep you know and until they can do that not only is the argument that they should pay paid a wage that allows them to do that but the argument is also that the WNBA hasn't reached its true status as a league because they got tired ass players playing they need the time off so they can recuperate and so the product will be higher there's a great episode that everyone should check out if you're even remotely open to the idea of accepting the WNBA as a competitive landscape, which sounds like an easy thing to do. But if you're on Twitter for more than 20 fucking minutes, <laughs> it's just get back in the kitchen jokes. So funny, guys. So funny. Like if half the misogynists in the world were as funny as like your average TikToker, misogyny would be so much more popular. Absolutely. But they're not even fucking funny. It's the same joke every single time. It's just get back in the kitchen. Why? What are you, Burger King UK? There's no Chill reasonable out. explanation. There it's for... so like, but sorry, we're not getting into that. <laughs> that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. So it's something that I wanted you guys to check out. There's a podcast called spinsters it's Haley O'Shaughnessy a ex-ringer employee basically the ringer purged all of their best writers and podcasters because they didn't want to fucking pay them unless they were white men mm-hmm. and the white men that they pay do deserve it they're very good at their jobs that's not a, a, a thing to them it's just that they're the only people that they're willing to pay you know right it's obvious so she went to I want to say it's blue wire pods it might be a different one I believe it's blue wire pods and her co-host is Renee Montgomery, who also worked for the Ringer. And they had an episode, and they, their podcast is in this sort of format. They do interviews with people on Zoom that they record, and then they splice it together into a podcast episode. It's like an investigative thing. Oh, cool. I'm sure there are a lot of podcasts like that, but in the, in the landscape of sports and NBA podcasts, I've never seen something like it. Awesome. But they have an episode about the myths of women in athletes like how their bodies are different and all that shit and the stigma behind with like the strength and their capabilities right. and, and the stigma behind women dunking mm. and oh, what Shaq said what Shaq said mm-hmm. which leads us very great transition I, I mean I had something I wanted to add about just the revenue arguments yeah, do it, as well do it, do it. um was how that was a big thing he was saying was trying to obviously explain in super depth which was not even in depth being like everyone claims that it's all about the revenue and all this stuff but then I really liked Megan Rapinoe's uh tweets in response to that because he said as the solution everyone's complaining but no one's actually doing anything or trying to make steps towards actually getting a higher salary and he said a big part of that is based on um just like how much people know about the stories. Like he said, 
like Michael Jordan and everything. He's like, everyone knows his story and that adds to his popularity and part of that revenue because people can connect with him right. and want to know how he plays them because they feel like they know him. He's like, so give these stories to the females, like, bam, there's your solution, everybody. But then Megan went and said, well, here's the thing. Nobody wants to tell these stories right. because then you're giving as much of a podium to these females as it is to the men. And people and companies don't like right. that. People don't want to see females and men on that same right. level, of, like level of a pedestal. It's really funny that Dre <coughs> said that in terms of they need to tell the stories of the players better because anyone that watches the NBA past the casual level, like has a fandom, you know, will tell you that the NBA, the men's league is dog shit at marketing their players. Giannis has got no type of marketing right. from the NBA. Zion's got enough, but that's because it's an American player, you know, the Jazz have nothing. Devin Booker, Chris Paul have nothing. You know, they are Shea Gilles Alexander, who should be getting so much attention. He's having fucking nothing. They're dog shit at marketing their best players. So how are you going to suggest <laughs> to the WNBA that that's all they have to do? Right. Michael Jordan is a Greek god, the Greek god of stubbornness, honest to God. <laughs> is his story you know of course we know his story it's one of the most epic tales in fucking sports if not just basketball you know <laughs> no shit god damn it Chandler. it's just like, <laughs> it, it's just such simplistic like well let's talk about the shack thing right yeah we referenced this earlier shack was on the nba tnt show which is just i don't know if it stayed the same or if it's gotten worse but it was geared to me in high school and I'm out of high school and I don't like it anymore. <laughs> but he's talking to Candace Parker, who is a part-time slash full-time, I don't watch the show anymore, broadcaster, analyst, whatever they call it. Them as them as a whole, not just women. And he, his, his solution, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> his solution. He was like, why don't you guys just lower the rim to nine feet? So you guys will dunk more. You'll have more. Yeah, highlights. he said, so you guys, so you all can dunk like us, right. like as these men in the NBA are the comparison. Right. And that's, this is what you need to be able right. to do. And as we if actually you can't score the two points in any way, any yeah. other way. <laughs> but, uh, let's look at two things. One, women can fucking dunk on 10 inch ribs and <laughs> yes. 10 inches yeah. wow Ten foot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really easy catch that. i didn't even catch basketball that basketball podcast <laughs> know about basketball the 24 second shot <laughs> and they can dunk and the episode that i was referencing in the podcast is all about the stigma and how women not dunking has almost become more of a self-fulfilling prophecy than it has become an actual fact. Because women have been dunking at the trips. But even if we look past that, right? Even if we look past that and you're like, let's just lower it one more foot so 
they end up like us, unquote. Um, so what about like people that spend their entire lives training how to defend on a 10-foot hoop or how to lay it in on a 10-foot hoop or how to block and not goaltend on a 10-foot hoop or how to shoot from the three-point line on a 10-foot hoop as opposed to a 9-foot hoop? How about changing the entire fucking part of the game so they can dunk a little bit more? Changing everything about the game so it's a little bit closer to the gun. If you think about it, so they can dunk like that. Right. If you think about it for more than five seconds, you realize how asinine it is of a fucking thought. So here's what I'm saying: If you're gonna be misogynistic, if you're gonna be xenophobic in general, be clever, please, God, be clever for even five more seconds, so I can pretend to entertain your thought. If not, I'm just gonna think it's parody because people are pretty sure that Shaq is just saying this stuff on TNT. <laughs> so they get clicks because they get the clicks. Absolutely. You know? And you think Candace is actually pissed off at Shaq? I'm sure they talked about this beforehand. Right. You know? It was Shaq in the script. Right. Dre is a little bit different. <laughs> but that's just what I, I'm gonna say on that because it's just, if you think about it, and that's always the thing with these, these male dominant voices like the one you're hearing right now. They think the idea is so brilliant that they don't think about it for even a second, you know? Dre didn't think about it for a fucking second. The second that he thought of that idea, he goes, that's I'm the right. answer. Yep. That's the answer <laughs> to everything, and I have solved it. Which, if you look at it for a second, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's so frustrating. Oh, I'm so finished with that. But and again... Yeah, please, please, please. But again, um, if he's wrong, there's really no negative outcomes that reaches him, so... He could really spit whatever he wants and it doesn't really matter. That's true. But anyway, I did want to also comment on the good old Shaq comments as well. Yes, do it. Um, so I just want to take into context as well that women haven't really been on the level playing field of being able to uh, be in sports and things like that until I would say 80s, 90s was when we actually were right. fully able Um so I would say to all the male followers that just wait, I think we have a lot of um, adaptations to make in the WNBA and we'll be, we'll be in our prime at some point, you'll see. Right, especially if we ever get to that point where they don't have to play in the offseason anymore. Right, and right. And they can actually rested mm-hmm. and show just up. Just training healthy, all, yep. You know? How fucking, what a radical idea that would be. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, though, the WNBA jerseys did drop. I don't know if you guys saw them. They're fucking sick. Yes. I actually want to get a couple of them. I'm down. Because, you know, I'm going to hit up DH game. Now that I have a job, <laughs> I can actually afford it. Yeah. So. Yes. But they are sick. Like, Nike showed up. because as Since Nike's taken over, what is it, five seasons now, as the NBA one, mm-hmm. the jerseys have been fine. Some of them are sick. Some of them are straight dog water, which is just a term from Twitch. <laughs> just a term from Twitch that I got from Classy. Classic. Walkie slush. Why don't we just say that while we're at it, right? And some of them are decent, you know? But the ratio's all over the place, you know? Right. With the WMA ones, it's just hit after hit. Yeah. Hit after hit, man. That that LA Sparks one with the palm tree. Woo. I want that. That Chai Town one, I don't really fuck with Chai Town like that, but I don't <laughs> want it. You know what yep. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that's 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 uh if you guys are following along with Chet, White Boy Summer includes wearing WNBA jerseys. So just keep doing that. I don't know if you guys have seen that, the Chet Ink stuff. I have. Um 
it's not awesome. have you seen the after stuff i've seen the merch yeah and uh after he released the merch no <laughs> what and now he like has uh abuse allegations from his girlfriend <laughs> and he posted a whole video of him like all bloody from his girlfriend supposedly so uh white boy summer is officially canceled Oh, and what a shame that will be. Uh-huh. We, will, we will miss that. We were that. really looking Sorry. forward to yeah. it. Everyone's Our really demo- going to miss yeah, that. The demographic of us three right now is really mourning that one right now. <laughs> My I word. wonder what Tom's thinking. Tom is, listen, Tom did the Borat cameo. So at this point, I think him and Cheddar are cool. <laughs> I think him and Cheddar are just kicking it at this point, you know? Very true. Not that the allegations are true. Obviously, we have to find out if just in general, more stuff about that. Yeah, like right now it's that shit. like the Deshaun Watson stuff is so yes. Like he's just like straight up a bad dude, and I didn't expect that at all. Like it wasn't even like he's a football player, and football players are typically just shitty dudes. Like no generalizations, but generalizations. And all the collisions don't help that. Right. We were talking about the CTE. But with Deshaun, he's like young. He's kind of like you know standing up for black rights in the nfl he said a few things that people really resonated with seemed like a really solid young man and i say that as a guy who's super younger than him (laughs) and just a bad person just a bad person and he's gonna play again i just know it man i mean I, i i can't i can't see was the last time they actually did something you know right he's in he's 25 and he's in his prime and he's so like not to be like and not that he deserves it i think he should fucking leave. but he's so good holy shit he's so good it was weird it's weird i don't know what's gonna happen with that and we don't talk about football here uh we were just talking about <laughs> we we're talking about joyous occasions and naturally we delved into sexual assault so yeah you know how awesome but yeah, with uh, Chad, it's just pretty much he say, she say for the physical assault. So, well, to be determined. Yeah, Chad hangs with his uh, history with, um, what is it? I don't want to mispronounce it. It doesn't what, cultural appropriation? Well, yeah, but what's the, <laughs> what's, the, what's the dialect he uses? Jamaican? No, I know, but there's a word for it that I can't remember. I don't think so. No, there is. I'm also a white person, like, so. Um, yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. TMG always talks about it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, talking about Chad. We still have your thing. What's your thing? Well, I was going to kind of bring up the Shaq stuff. I okay. wasn't sure if we were going to right. make our right. way to that, I but we slipped that in really. We, we, had a, we had a good transition there. You guys are watching us learn how to do the podcast live. <laughs> uh, people told me that the first year of the positive suck regardless. So I'm I'm taking that in stride. Hey, you know? yeah, yeah. We're moving up there. We're pretty much wrapping up at this point, you know? Yeah. We, we do something on the show sometimes when I do the drinking that's called the shot take finale. It's like hot take, but it's a pun. Oh. You know, puns are funny. That's what people tell me. I don't mm-hmm. really get it, but yeah, that's what it. I'm pretty sure that's okay. what you told me today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people find it pretty funny. <laughs> um, where you you just say it, I like to do it with the casuals because they're liquored up and they know very little about basketball. And I go, give me a hot take about basketball, anything. And the rule is you would take a shot, do the hot take, and end with a 
uh, a quip, like something that would relate, something like pop culture. And the example we always use for that, because it fits the theme of hot take, is if you want to be a really bad person, take the shot, say your hot take, LeBron's fat, whatever you want to say. <laughs> and, you, and then your quip could be, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. That's the Eminem thing. That's oh sure my you know. God. I'm sure you know that. So some that. dumb shit like that. And you guys aren't drinking. So I don't know if you guys want to do anything like that. I mean, can you think of a quip that you would use after something like that? Jeez Louise. I mean, no. <laughs> it can be an ad lib. It can be anything. It can be a vine that you saw seven years ago that's just seared in your brain. Oh, I sure hope it does, you know? Wow. <laughs> But also, we can just start wrapping this up. I mean, we're at the tail end of this thing. Um, I would like to rant a little bit about how much I dislike the NBA. Do it! Oh yeah. my god, please! Yeah, uh, right. so um, full disclosure, I am a soccer fan, so if that gives you any perspective, you know, there you go. I'll let you have it right away. Yes. Alright, so um, the reason I would say I like the WNBA and even college basketball, I would say, but that's still getting worse and worse. Um, it's just the fact that it's an actual team sport still once you get into that, but it's such an individualized sport mm, at this point. It might as well be worth, <laughs> it might as well be looked at as golf or yeah. it, it, it is an absolute disappointment. And for <laughs> someone like Draymond Green to say that the WNBA needs to act more like that is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and that, my friends, is an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's so good. Uh, and I mean, mine's going kind of right with that, but just how they're going up like $7.7 million is their average amount of money oh, they're making and it's not even close to the tip of the i know, right. I know which makes me even more pissed off yeah, especially then thinking about the female salary like right oh my god but then yeah about that team aspect like oh dunk like us you guys own they only care about their individual like it's all their image in the There's, nba yeah. they don't care stats. about the sport they don't really like I feel like they just don't care. They're really there for the money and for them to look good and for them just to talk about themselves and show themselves off yeah. because they're and men get a, and get a bunch of women twerking on your Instagram. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure the eight current guys that are passing around the genders would disagree with that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'd like to hear their arguments. It yes. probably wouldn't be a lot better than Draymond. So again, for there we go. Yeah. So again, for Draymond being like, you need to be more like like us, do things like our NBA is doing. It. It's like, well, I, I would not want you. to have my character looking like that. Right. So there's Kermit sipping on a nice cup of tea. Ooh, ooh some some tea mm-hmm. from from Anne. That was really fun. Super refreshing. <laughs> that, was really, that was really nice. Um, I think this seems, this seems like a good time to remind everyone that Andrew Wiggins makes $33 million a year. Oh, my Have you God. heard of Andrew Wiggins, either of you? I have. Isn't he just great? Um, let me just put in perspective that I make about $32,000 a year. And I would say I work a little harder than that. And she 
has a salary and I'm jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> a very unimpressive salary. Yes, yes. Starter salary. Big shouts to mean. that. Big shouts to out of college jobs. <laughs> oh, Anything yes. else that you guys want to say or else I'll do my little, little wrap up. I mean, anything you want to say, any closing remarks that has to do with anything beyond the rant. I would just say I genuinely appreciate this therapy session and right. I'm yes. also glad that this audience was able to witness that. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> of course. Man. Listening to our great stories and amazing opinions on all of this, you know. Yeah. But you know, anything very to educated. have company and not be alone during this trying time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Trying time. Yeah. Uh, you guys know the drill. Misery loves company, so I had to have two guests this time. Just as miserable. Yeah, just as miserable. Misery. We're doing okay. Misery truly does love company. Yeah. <laughs> she really do. She really do. Monday, we don't have a set guest yet. Trying to figure it out. Um, DMing people on Twitter is hard to do. So... That's just how I reach out to like journalists. I've gotten a decent amount of guests out of that, but uh, starting to dry up. So you guys might see some more solo apps. I've been meaning to do more of them, just me, so I can get a little bit more used to that. Not sure if money's going to be one of those. I'm watching all the Godzilla and King Kong movies tomorrow, so maybe I'll just record an episode about that. Who the fuck knows? You know, a little bit more content for you guys. This will be up Saturday morning, more than likely. Should be regular scheduled program until then. Thank you for tuning in as always. Aruba, if you're listening, God, thank you guys so much. And I really do appreciate it. I hope you guys like this. And I've been trying to do this no shame thing lately because I watch a lot of YouTubers that are starting up. Why don't you guys give us five stars on iTunes if you liked it? If you genuinely didn't like the episode, please let me know because I would like to improve the product. Someone gave me fucking one star on iTunes with no comment. <laughs> just to fuck up my rating you know oh, oh my God. Like, at least at least to right. get your opinion Some out constructive there. criticism like if yes. you had a one-star experience tell me about it brother <laughs> you know and that goes with anything right exactly yeah <laughs> i'm typically getting rave reviews of anything <laughs> ambiguous or not you're all thinking the same thing <laughs> everyone's thinking the same yes. thing that's fine <laughs> source of my comments <laughs> <laughs> uh lord but yeah let me know i mean especially if you like this because this is definitely a more casual less basketball setting and if you like these episodes i'd love to do more of them because they're just a lot easier and it's a lot better of a format to get to know your guests and stuff so we're gonna wrap this up you're gonna hear no theme music on the end of this because i still don't do that but i'll figure that out at some point you know 